Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode. We're going to be talking about how to fight in marriage and come out stronger for it. We're all going to have conflicts, so we might as well use it as an opportunity to to grow. So a lot of couples, they come to see me because they're having conflict in their marriage. So it usually comes in one of two ways. It can be more active with the yelling, screaming, arguing, or it can be kind of just this under the surface, like boiling resentment. And that can be happening on both sides. Or what happens sometimes is it's just happening on one side and the other person might not even really know much about it. Um, and one of the things we work on there is really becoming strong enough to present those things. We talked about that last week in that podcast about intimate communication, sharing those things that your spouse might not like, <laughs> but, um, either way, when people are in these positions, they just can't seem to get past these certain stuck points, right? Just can't seem to make it work. Keep running into that same problem over and over. So some common ones are sex, parenting kids, religion, you know, money. Those are these big ones that have a lot of emotional content to them. And, you know, if we haven't learned these skills, uh, we tend to fight about these forever and just can't kind of get past it. So what happens during conflict? So Sue Johnson, an amazing um, marriage therapist and has written a lot of books, uh, explains that when we feel distance from our spouse, when we feel sort of disconnected from them, we interpret that as danger, like as sort of like a life-threatening sort of situation. So what this does is it activates our lower or what we might call our crocodile brain. Um, you know, the, uh, the one we share with other, uh, other animals, right? So sometimes we call this the, the fight or flight brain or, uh, again, like that crocodile or lower brain. So we, this happens, right? We feel distant from our spouse and it activates that lower brain, right? And we go into this fight or flight mode. And most of us were wired one way or the other, either more fight or more flight. So if we're more wired towards that fight mode, our main goal is to try to bring our spouse closer to us, right? We feel that distance. We want them closer. We kind of want to go out and grab them, right? Bring them back. So I'm wired more this way. I, I tend to, you know, if I feel distant, I try to bring stuff up. Hey, what's going on? I try to do things to bring my wife closer. If we're wired more for flight mode, we're trying to avoid rejection by our spouse. So, you know, if we if we hear a criticism, we tend to pull away. We tend to not really say anything or we physically leave the situation, right? We're just not wanting to hear anything kind of negative about us. Um, because again, we feel that as danger and we're wired more towards that. Hey, let me pull away here. So my wife's kind of wired more that way. So let me uh, kind of paint a, a situation where this shows up, can often show up. So let's go with cleaning, right? So let's say the husband, so this has happened in our marriage. <laughs> let's say the husband doesn't clean quite how the wife wants. I've, I've given this example of wiping the counters, right? So I wipe the counters, try to do it to be nice. And then, you know, my wife says, uh, you know, oh, you, you shouldn't do it that way. Or like, that's not the best way to do it. <laughs> so wife then can feel upset, right? She can feel like she's she's not a priority, okay? 
And then she feels distance from her husband. Okay. So that's kind of what's going on with her. You know, she's feeling that fight or flight mode, right? So that fight or flight mode kicks in. And what the wife can do is start criticizing her husband. Now it's, it's kind of counterintuitive, but what she's doing here is she's trying to create some kind of connection. She's feeling that distance. And so she goes about it by saying, Hey, like, I want you to do it this way. Uh, because that is important to me. It makes me feel closer to you. Of course, usually she doesn't understand that and she doesn't express it in that way. It's just more like, Oh, you know, you don't care or, you know, why don't you ever do this right? And then the husband just doesn't like that and kind of pulls away. But again, the intention here, what she's hoping happens is she can just feel more important, right? Or feel closer to her husband. And she's, and what she thinks in her mind is that if he cleans this better, that will make her feel closer to him. Okay. If we go back to that state fair model, right? Situation is the husband's not clean how she thinks should be done. Thought is I'm not important to him. Feeling is sadness, maybe some anger. The action is to criticize him and try to control him so that he will clean it that way so that she can feel better about herself. Okay. If that makes sense. So yeah, it's not, it's not a great strategy. It usually doesn't work, but it's common, right? It happens a lot. So in this case, the wife is more geared towards that fight mode. She wants to bring her husband closer. She thinks this might work, right? Because again, she's under this false assumption that the way that we feel close to others is by controlling their behavior. A lot of us fall into that problem. Uh, That's what gets a lot of us into trouble. (laughs) We'll we'll do it the other way in a second with the guy kind of uh, with the false assumption. Um, So again, the wife's kind of thinking, if he would clean this way, it would mean I was important to him. I would feel closer to him, right? So then the husband on his side, he's like, he doesn't want to engage with this, right? He says, man, you know, I'm trying to do this and nothing's good enough for her. You know, he tries to get away. He tries to avoid that rejection and criticism. So either he does the work angrily and kind of has that resentment burning inside him, or he says, look, you're never satisfied. He just decides not to do it. And that can create even more distance between the two. And this is like a typical fight versus flight dynamic where husband, wife in this case is kind of pursuing the husband saying, Hey, like I I want this because it's important to me, but not really expressing it in a very useful way. Uh, She just wants him closer and maybe she can't really recognize that because we're in, when we're in that fight or flight mode, we really can't like, we're not thinking rationally. We're thinking with that crocodile brain says, come closer, like come back to me. And we use kind of primitive strategies to do that. So with the, the, I mentioned like I'm, I'm wired more towards that fight. My wife's wired more towards that flight. So I remember having like feeling that distance from her for us. A lot of it is revolved around sex. Uh, I remember having a, a conversation where I wanted to talk about it with her and she didn't. And I was literally like following her around the house, like chasing her as she kept walking farther away. <laughs> So that was like a very physical example of this fight versus flight. I was fight. I wanted to bring her closer. She was flight. She needed to get away. So I told you we go into an example about sex. So common one has happened in my marriage, uh, marriages I've worked with. Uh, So husband, he wants to have sex with his wife. And then his wife says, oh, well, I don't feel like it, right? I don't feel like it today. So husband then starts to feel this distance from his wife right? Okay. She's pulling away. I don't like that. Right. Fight or flight brains kicking in crocodile modes kicking in. So 
either he can sort of start to complain, oh, you know, we never have sex. How come you won't do this for me? Like I do all this stuff for you, you know, kind of again, primitive, right? This is, um, it's not a great way to do it, but that fight or flight brain, that crocodile brain, it it thinks it doesn't think very irrationally. (laughs) So you're in that mode. So you complain about it or you kind of go away pouting, you know, this is also a fight, but it's like more of a passive aggressive one, you know, trying to punish her for that. So, oh, you never do this. Or she says no. And then you like kind of make a sad face and like walk away. And then maybe she's like, oh, fine. Like, let's, let's just do it. And then you feel kind of bad, but kind of good because you at least have some form of closeness. Right. So if that sounds familiar, um, it happened a lot with us too. <laughs> Don't feel too bad. about. It. Or what a husband can do is, is stop asking to avoid rejection. Right. And that's more of a flight kind of uh, uh, mode right? I don't want to have that rejection so much. So I'm just going to stop asking. And then sex can really dry up. Um, especially if the wife kind of isn't super into it for whatever reason, whether that's trauma or just doesn't have as high of a sex drive. Uh, and then the husband is just there kind of hating it. And, you know, the wife is kind of like, well, I guess he's okay with it. Cause he's not asking anymore. And then, or a wife can also complain about, hey, you have too high of a sex drive. Like you need to calm that down, right? Start complaining. Because again, she's feeling kind of used in this situation. So she's also feeling distance. Um, so she can go into that fight mode too. Like, well, you know, you want this all the time, but you never do anything for me. You don't want to connect any other way, right? So she can kind of fight back. Or she can just say, I don't want to talk about this. This is what my wife did for a long time. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> so flight mode, right? Pull away. And again, this can feel very stuck, right? So I'm, I'm explaining the typical dynamic, which is one person tends more towards fight, one person more towards flight, but it can definitely go where both of you are worried for fight. Uh, in that case, like it's just very kind of fireworks, conflict, yelling, screaming at each other. Um, or you can both be wired for flight where you just both totally avoid talking about stuff and you're both just kind of feeling distant, but you know, don't really have the tools or a way to, to connect with each other. So I want to do a little quiz with you, right, to try to figure out which one you are. So tell me which one sounds uh, more like you, all right? So I'm usually the one who brings up issues with my spouse versus I'd rather not talk about problems in the marriage. Which one's you? So the first ones I'm going to say are if you're geared more towards fight, the second ones are more towards flight. So I have a tendency to nag or I physically remove myself or shut down and give no response when I get criticized. That would be more flight. I have an impulse to poke my spouse during arguments to get a response. That's me big time. (laughs) Used to be, I'm better now. Uh, So that's more on fight, uh, fight side. I feel like I'm being attacked by my spouse during arguments, more on flight side. Now you can have some of both, but you'll probably tend land more on one side than the other. I like to talk, try to talk issues out. I'm the one who usually brings that up, right? We're on fight mode. I feel attacked when we talk about problems in our marriage. That's more flight mode. I hate feeling like I'm not connected with my spouse. More on fight mode. I hate feeling like my spouse doesn't approve of me. It's more of flight mode. Again, you might have some of both of those. I'd rather have an angry response than no response at all. Okay, that's me big time. And then flight is more, I really hate having my spouse angry at me. So, you know, as you look at that, try to figure out like, which one am I? 
which one's my my spouse, my wife, right? So here's what you do first when you're in these moments, right? In the moment, you're having an argument, something comes up, right? You ask for sex, your wife says no. What you first need to do is slow down that lower brain, right? Because you're not going to be acting rationally while that's still, still running things. So one of the best tools you can use is just slow breathing. It's simple. You can use it anytime. Um, you just take some nice, slow breaths. This activates your parasympathetic nervous system, which is the, uh, the rest and digest or kind of the, um, the counterbalance to the fight or flight response. So it, it literally activates that. It activates your vagus nerve, which calms down your, your body. So now the trick is, and I learned this from uh, one, of my, one of my mentors um, in the PTSD fellowship, uh, Carrie Wongin. She says it's more about actually breathing, like exhaling longer. Okay. So the way you do this is you go in and then out for as long as you can. Then in, then out for as long as you can. Okay, just like that. Take like five breaths, 10 breaths, you're going to be feeling much more calm, being able to, to approach things in a much more uh, calm manner with your with your thinking brain engaged more. If that's not working, right, you're doing those slow breaths, it's just not working, you still feel flooded, you still feel angry, you still feel, you know, uh, your heart beating fast and, you know, hot and all of that. Yeah, sometimes you need to leave the situation. That's fine. Right? Go for a walk, do some exercise, right? That can help burn off some of those fight or flight chemicals. Another thing you need to do here, though, especially if you're wired more towards flight mode, is just say, look, I can't do this right now. You know, I need to calm down that fight or flight brain or however you want to say it. And I just need to calm down so I can have a more reasonable discussion with you. But we will talk later when I am more calm, right? Because you can't just leave this all the time, right? You can't, every time you have a conflict, you can't just run away from it and never try to figure things out, okay? So especially if if your spouse is wired more towards that fight mode, they're going to need to know that at some point we're going to talk about this and it just doesn't get, you know, swept under the rug or the, the things don't get addressed, right? Because again, if your spouse is wired more towards that fight mode, that distance is going to drive them crazy, feeling that distance, Okay. So you need to be able to say, yeah, like let's, let's connect later on this when we're more calm. So, and remember, you can't have a reasonable conversation when your lower brain is in charge, that crocodile brain, that crocodile mode. Okay. Crocodile, is it going to be able to, you know, have a conversation with you about like your needs or wants or like how to parent your kids better or how to do religion better? No, right. Crocodile can't do that. It wants to eat stuff, wants to have sex wants to sleep, right? <laughs> That's what your crocodile brain's trying to do. It's not able to have these kind of deeper discussions, right? Another word for this is emotional flooding, right? You feel this flooding sensation um, and you want to pay attention to how does that feel in your body. For me, it's like a red, it's a hot, kind of comes from my uh, my core, goes out towards my arms. So when you can recognize that, you can know, okay, like, hey, I need to pull away for a little bit. So now how do you actually have this conversation? So Crucial Conversations, great book. Uh, one of the things it says is just to remind yourself of the outcome that you want, right? If we go back to the state fair model, what's the result that you want? Just reminding yourself of that over and over as you talk. What's the goal, right? Stephen Covey says, you know, you want to think win-win. You want to, you want to go in with the understanding, hey, we're going to agree on something that's better than either one of us 
could have thought of on our own, right? If we can agree to that, you know, that's a beautiful thing. Think win-win, right? Also, you know, no deal, it is possible sometimes. Like it could be that you just can't, you have to agree to disagree or you uh, even have to get a divorce because something is so important that your spouse just can't come to an agreement with you on. We'll talk more about that in, in later things. But, you know, most of the time, if you use these tools, you can get to that win-win situation. Uh, another uh, one by uh, William Harley is this idea of enthusiastic agreement, getting to something that you can both be excited about, not just like, oh, fine, like you want to have sex five days a week. I want to have sex one day a week, so we'll have sex two days a week. And neither of you are actually that happy about it, right? You want something that's more enthusiastic agreement, right? You can both agree to better than either one of you can have thought of on your own. So how do you get there, though? So reminding yourself the outcome you want, right? Which is to find a solution that you can both enthusiastically agree to. And then you seek first to understand, then to be understood, okay? You take turns. You figure out, hey, like, where are you at with this? Like, where are you at with sex? How important is it to you? You know, why is it hard? What makes it difficult? And you really just get to where you understand where your wife's at with it, okay? And then you say, okay, well, here's why I'm at. Here's why that's important to me, right? Here's, here's how I want sex to be between us, you know, a way to connect. And then you find that higher way, you know, think of it like a pyramid. So there's your, your position, there's your wife's position. And then like up on top of that is a higher way, a better way that incorporates both of your ideas, right? So some people think, well, just find something that's in the middle. No, it's finding something that's up higher. Okay. So coming back to cleaning, you know, finding a system that works for both of you, right? Saying, okay, like I'm happy to do these kind of jobs. Um, and, but I really don't want to do these other kind of jobs. So if you want it done that way, like you should probably do those ones. <laughs> or maybe you can say, okay, like I'm willing to do that for you. Like I'm willing to clean in this way. Um, because I know that's important to you, right? For sex, right? A, a big one that's uh, that's been helpful for for me and to share with other couples is this idea of connecting another way. Because really, the result that you usually want with sex is to feel accepted and connected, and like you're important to the other person. So, like just uh, just last night, like I I sometimes have trouble asking for what I want uh, in my marriage, and so I can feel like I'm being taken advantage of sometimes, and and that sort of thing. Um, my brain likes to go there. It's gone there lots of times. So I'm used to that. Um, but I'm, I'm getting better at breaking out of that. And so last night, like I was feeling that, oh, you know, I'm doing everything. I'm not getting much back. And then I kind of wrote out, you know, I, I tried to practice what I preach. I, I wrote it all out, did kind of a state fair model on it. Um, and just realized like, Hey, I'm just not asking for stuff that I, that's important to me. So, you know, I went to my wife and like I said, I'm still working on this. So I was like, Hey, like I need to just to be taken care of a little bit. You know, I'd like a massage from you or one of the kids um, tonight. And then my wife, you know, just gave me a little massage. And like, that was great. Felt really good. I felt connected to her. I felt like she cared about me, that she cared about what I wanted and needed. And I was great. Like, we didn't have sex, which would have been great. But, you know, I got to still feel that connection. And so that was a win, right? That was a higher way, right? Something that was better than... Uh, you know, it wasn't a compromise. It was just great. Like we got the result that we wanted more connection. And that's why I want you guys to understand like conflict, it can turn into more connection. It's an opportunity, right? If you have conflict, I want you to start seeing it as 
you know, this is an opportunity to really grow in our connection in our marriage and have more intimacy. All right. So to summarize, when you feel your partner pulling away from you, it's normal to have that lower brain activated, go into that fight or flight mode. Okay. And when you're in that state, it's difficult and basically impossible to have any kind of reasonable conversation and, you know, get to a good spot. So in the moment, you really need to calm down that crocodile brain. You can do slow breathing. You can uh, leave if you need to, for sure. Get out of there if you can't have that reasonable conversation. Uh, And, you know, do promise to come back and do it later. So then when you're in that moment and you're having that conversation, you know, your lower brain's going to want to kick in. You're going to get kind of activated, but just in your mind, just remember, like, what is my purpose? What do I want here? What's the result I want? Which is to really have a better connection, have a better marriage, turn this conflict into more connection. So the way that you do that is you seek first to understand. You let someone talk until they really feel understood. The way you know you've got it is if you're, let's say, you know, your wife goes first and you say, okay, so you, you feel like, you know, you want me to clean this way because it makes you feel like you're important to me. It reminds you of, you know, you're growing up and how people didn't really listen to you. So when I don't do this, it reminds you of that. And then your wife says, yeah, you got it. Okay. That's how you know uh, that you're done, right? Is when your wife says, yeah, you understand where I'm coming from. And then it's your turn to understand, to explain where you're coming from. Just doing that's going to create a lot of intimacy and connection. And when you do that at that level, you can get to that higher level. You really can. Okay. 99% of the time. Every now and then there is going to be that that no deal, right? Where let's say, you know, when you really understand your spouse, your wife, she says, I really don't want kids. Like I just don't ever. And you on your side, you're like, well, I really do want kids. And that's 100% important to me. That may be a no deal situation, right? You may have to get divorced at that point. Or you may have to decide like, hey, well, being with her is more important. Okay. We'll get more into that in other other areas. That's what that's what's a little bit scary about this. But again, most of the time, guys, you can work it out just by following these principles. Conflict, it really can turn into more connection, more intimacy, more knowing each other and being known. All right, guys, stay strong, men, and we'll see you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.